0: What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Chargers Lately. I am your host, Michael Peterson, and today I've got a fairly short episode for you. Unfortunately, some real-life things kind of came up, but obviously didn't want to go ahead and skip this podcast for you guys because, you know... What kind of terrible person would I be if I did that? Uh, We're going to go over a little bit of the the news, not a ton, just who's being promoted, injury report, those types of things. And then we're going to go into the preview of the Patriots game. Like I like to call it, this isn't your father's Patriots team. There is no Tom Brady. They're missing a lot of defensive players who were traded away or or signed away in free agency. They're not missing, or they are missing, excuse me, Dunta Hightower, who opted out this year, just had a kid right before the season. So in general, this defense isn't the like number one defense or, or top defense that it was last season when they were just on a historic tear, at least for the first half of 2019. So, uh, the little bit of news we do have are the guys promoted for the active roster for tomorrow, and uh, unexpectedly, or excuse me, unsurprisingly, Cole Christensen, uh, UDFA linebacker, is going to be promoted. Uh, he, he's been up last week, I think that was his first week, or maybe it's been two weeks now, but Cole Christensen, he's been a guy who has helped special teams a little bit. You know, they, they, they fired a couple guys and brought up Christensen and BJ Bell the last couple weeks. So he's up again. He's actually a guy who might see some time at linebacker due to some injuries this week with Denzel Perriman doubtful, Kaiser White out still on the COVID list. Besides, you know, Vigil and, and Kenneth Murray, they don't have a ton of bodies there. So uh, potentially see some Cole Christensen this week on defense. As well as the, actually this is the 2020 debut for another uh, UDFA from this season, Asmar Bilal, a former Notre Dame linebacker who played with obviously all the other Irish guys on this team. He has been on the, what was it? He was on injured reserve for, wow, apparently quite some time actually now that that I'm looking at it. Uh, He was put on the IR I think way back when Justin Jones and Melvin Ingram both went on IR, I think after week three or something along those lines. Anyway, he, he comes back. This was a guy that a lot of people were really hyped about, really thought that he would be one of the special teams guys, one of the guys to kind of be, fill those roles of like Nick Zubner, uh, Watt, um, Adrian Phillips. Like He's a 6'2", 230 pound linebacker with some range can run. So that was kind of what we thought he was gonna be. He fits the mold of a Will linebacker in the Gus Bradley defense. Again, a guy who can go sideline to sideline. Uh, not super big and muscular, right? Just 230, nothing uh, too large there. And then finally, the third guy they're going to bring up, they're bringing up Braden Fajoko again, which is fantastic news, right? And I'm upset because he came up last week and he had, I think, seven snaps, had two pressures, which is good for a second on the team, actually. But I just don't remember seeing him like while watching the game. I didn't notice him, and so that's really upsetting. I would have liked to have seen him, but I'll definitely be on the lookout for him this week. This is awesome. Uh, before they announced that Fajoko was going to be caught up, brought up, pardon me. I thought he would be for sure again this game just because of the way the Patriots are going to try to move the ball is obviously going to be on the ground. They're going to try to ground and pound. It's going to be heavy sets and every other set you can think of, whatever they can do to to run the ball on the Chargers. And I thought Brady Fajoko would be great in terms of bringing up mass, right? Just size in general to help reinforce the interior, especially with Jerry Tillery, his size having to play out on the the end now because of Melvin Ingram being out. He's playing a lot more base end, so. That's what we're kinda looking for as far as uh, the guys being promoted for Sunday. Injury report. So the Chargers injury report is fairly okay, I guess. A lot of big names came off the injury report that were on it all week, like Bulaga, Turner, Williams, uh, uh, I can't even think, Justin Jackson I think is finally back. But as far as we got still on the injury report, we've got four questionable in Kalen Balaj, Casey Hayward, Chenna Nwosu, who might be back sooner than we all think. Joe Reed, and then Denzel Perryman, like I said before, is doubtful. Um, if Hayward isn't able to go, expect Tavon Campbell out on the outside again. For whatever reason, even though Faison has played in Hayward's stead especially sometime last season actually no he was in Davis's stead excuse me anyway he started some games he's good I think he's one of the better tacklers at cornerback on this team you'd think he'd be the starter for Hayward he's not it looks like Devon Campbell has kind of earned himself uh some snaps there obviously outside of the slot Nwosu. it'd be great if he could come back because I think without Melvin Ingram Nwosu needs to come in and show that he can play uh that role better than Ingram has been at least the last couple of seasons, right? Ingram, zero tackles, zero sacks. This year, Nwosu's had three and a half for what seems like forever now. Uh, hasn't had the opportunity to kind of build on that once Ingram came back. But Nwosu's the second best pass rusher on this team. There's no argument about that. He is good and he needs to play. He needs to start. Joe Reed, if he's not going to be the kick returner, uh, Teron Johnson, I think KJ Hill possibly. Um, I'm not sure who else, Troy Mayne Pope, but I think he just got called questionable as well. So we'll have to see who may return kicks this week if Joe Reed isn't able to go. And then for the Patriots now, their injury report just screams that Bill Belichick is trying to screw with the Chargers, and he probably does this every week no matter who he's playing, but there's like 12 players on there with questionable tags. And one of them's Cam Newton, Uh, and then there's other defensive players like Jawan Bentley, at least these are the notable guys for me, Jawan Bentley, linebacker, rookie safety Kyle Duggar. J.C. Jackson, who's one of their best corners outside of Stephon Gilmore. Uh, Guard Shaq Mason, one of their starting linemen. Tight end Ryan Izzo, who I think is one of their starters, if not the starter, at tight end. So they're all questionable. All the 12 guys, all of them were limited participants essentially all week. Or they were did not participate at one point. But none of them logged full uh, practices. So 12 guys to be questionable. You know, who knows? Uh, who's gonna play who's not more than likely a lot of those people are going to play so unfortunately I don't think we look too far um, into this injury report for the Patriots now looking at some of the broader numbers for the Patriots coming into this game offensively they have the 21st ranked offense with uh, 347 yards of offense per game In passing offense they're 29th one of the worst Uh, but they are the fifth best rushing team with 149.6, so about a buck 50 per game on the ground. So again, just showing you that they are going to try to run the ball, they can't pass it for uh, the life of them, they're going to run. Defensively, this is the 16th ranked defense in the NFL. They allow 352.5 yards, that is about five and a half yards more than they they, uh, accumulate on offense, which doesn't always mean too much. I think the Chargers are one of those types of teams. As well, the Bills were, the Dolphins were, right? Uh, they're the 14th ranked defense in terms of passing. They allow 229.2 yards per game, and they're 21st in rushing allowed. They allow 123.3 yards per game on the ground. So you look at these numbers, you know, if they can stop the run, the passing game isn't going to be there for the Patriots. Joey Bosa said earlier this week that he. Believes Cam holds the ball longer than most quarterbacks, so he said he's confident that they'll have the opportunity. He for sure will have the opportunity to to get home on Cam and potentially, you know, obviously accumulate more sacks, stack those onto the the ones that he had last week. Now, I even asked him. I said, Joey, uh, with the Patriots on tap this week, the last time you guys played, you know, it was that playoff game where you were verbally frustrated. And you were talking to Tom Brady, basically telling him to stop getting off the ball so fast. Do you have any similar feelings that this may be another frustrating outing like that? And he said, no, not really, just because he knows Cam isn't going to get the ball out as quick. Like he can still, if he wants to get the ball out quick, but him as a quarterback, he's bigger, right? Stronger. He's a huge quarterback. He doesn't feel the need to get rid of the ball because he doesn't, I think, shy away from the contact as much. So there isn't going to be... um, a lot of anticipation and just getting the ball out there for the sake of getting the ball out there, right? Like he's going to try to sit in there and make plays, and that will allow people like Bosa to hopefully capitalize. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as um, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Now, looking at their defense, again, 229 through the air is not like a ton. With with Justin Herbert averaging over 300, I think 305 or, or something like that, you know, a 229 would be, I think, his second worst outing of this year. I think he only has one game under 200, but 230 would be kind of a letdown, right, for Justin Herbert. It definitely hurt him on his path to potentially breaking Andrew Luck's passing record from his rookie season. Uh, And then rushing, I mean, 123.3 on the ground. The Chargers average, I want to say, somewhere around those same numbers. I I got it in front of me, so I apologize while I go over here and click this real quick. Um, The Chargers, so... They average, what, 117 on the ground, so I don't know if this is going to be a day where the Chargers are going to try to run the ball. I think their their numbers are a little blown up, especially after having 210 yards against the Broncos earlier this season, but their yards per carry is 28th in the NFL. I think it's like 3.1, 3.3, something like that. Like they, They're not very efficient running the football. I don't think this should be a game where they attempt to run the ball all that much. I think that would just help shorten the game the way that the Patriots want them to, you know, cause a, a seven point lead, a 14 point lead, if the Patriots even get to that point over the chargers is a, like to them, that's a very insurmountable lead because of how well their defense plays with the way they're, they're able to run the ball. It'll give the chargers not as much time as you'd want them to being down again, one score, two scores, two scores, excuse me, something like that. As far as just Patriots individuals, guys that are, uh, You know they're leading players in certain statistics cam obviously only has 1,984 passing yards he only has four touchdowns on the season with nine interceptions so you look at these numbers and you're like how are they even five and six right you know justin herbert's got 23 and seven and his team's three and eight while cam newton somehow only four touchdowns nine (laughs) to nine interceptions holy cow and his team's at five and six if that doesn't paint a clear picture of What good coaching can do for a bad team with players that are underwhelming or just not playing so hot. This is a good picture for that. Four touchdowns, nine interceptions, and only one game under 500. The the Chargers could not get away with it. I couldn't imagine what this team's record would be if Justin Herbert had numbers like that, right? Like he would have been benched and they'd be back to Tyrod Taylor. You know, it's just absolutely insane to, to look at. Now their leading rusher is former Alabama running back Damian Harris. He's got 110 carries on the year, 561 yards, two touchdowns. Leading receiver is weirdly enough Damier Bird, I believe is how you pronounce his name. 35 catches, 502 yards, and a touchdown. Again, like they've just they're they're barely getting by. That's the best way I can kind of paint the Patriots right now. Like it's they're not an offensive juggernaut. They're not a defensive juggernaut. They are playing the football they need to play to get by. And that's why it's not surprising to see them at five and six. Like, Yes, it's a Bill Belichick team. I didn't expect them to be over 500 really, like having another good season without Tom Brady. But this is pretty crazy to see, right? This is a weird, weird Patriots team. It's not your father's Patriots team. So we'll just have to see uh, what Bill Belichick does because this is going to be a game where he's going to zone in on the Chargers weaknesses, Justin Herbert's weaknesses, and he's going to pick on them from the first whistle until the last. Herbert only needs four more touchdowns to tie, five more to break Baker Mayfield's 27 yard or 27 touchdowns that he set a couple of years ago. It is the rookie passing record for scores. As far as Andrew Luck's number, I think it's like 42, 4300 something around that range. Herbert's got I want to say a little over 3000 at the moment with four or five games left to play five games left to play uh, just double checking check my numbers yeah 3,015 so he's close he's on pace he just needs to unfortunately keep it up and they're not playing like a ton of great defenses so I really believe that's going to be the case in this game the way Herbert will be stopped slowed down whatever is one if the Patriots decide to copy the blueprint that the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins, right? This is his fourth game against the AFC East, which is absolutely insane to think about. But they've all played a decent amount of cover zero blitzes, right? This offensive line is not good. They're underwhelming. They all let up multiple sacks per game. Not sacks, excuse me, pressures per game. Herbert's getting sacked multiple times a game. They're going to do what they've seen work before. And I mean if you saw this Patriots defense last season in 2019, they made Sam Darnold look like he was playing against, you know, 25 people in the field at the same time rushing at him. That guy threw touched or excuse me, threw interceptions to, to all kinds of people. And they did that all season. Sending the house just getting in your face, especially young quarterbacks like this, early and often really sets the pace and we saw that against the Bills, we saw that against the Dolphins. And this is the Patriots, despite them not being the same old Patriots defense, Herbert's still going to look over the other side of the field, see those Patriots uh, uniforms, he's going to see Bill Belichick on the sideline, and that's going to be intimidating. You'd like to think that isn't the case, obviously, I'm not saying this is going to, I guess, happen 100%, but that's what I feel is likely going to go through his head at some point or the other. Like, he's going to realize, I'm playing the Patriots, I'm playing Bill Belichick, I've seen what this defense has done for years now, and I'm the one they're coming after must be a surreal thought, especially for a guy who said uh, in the pressers this week that he's watched a lot of Tom Brady. He's been a big fan of Tom Brady for a while now. So it's going to be surreal for him. He's going to have certain things going through his head, but he's going to obviously be the athlete that he is, zone in, focus, and uh, hopefully come out with a win uh, for this Chargers team. All right, guys, that actually does does it for the show today. I apologize again. We're over the 15-minute mark. I've got Fortunately, other things to to attend to, but this was a quick and dirty preview of Sunday's game against the Patriots. It's going to be tough. I still think this is a winnable game for the Chargers, but things like special teams are gonna have to pick up, right? They can't be giving away all these free yards, these invisible yards. To the Patriots you can't give them good starting field position especially for a team who likes to run the ball so you don't want to make their life any easier you want them to start from their 20-25 and backwards you know make them drive the length of the field by pounding it over and over and over again so make them pound the rock more than they actually want to they are going to want to do it a lot force them to do it even more I think it's the quickest way to kind of demoralize this team getting after cam uh, making a pause in the pocket hitting him repeatedly it's something bosa is going to want to do especially after last week hopefully all these other defensive players on the team kind of rally around what Bosa has been doing especially some of these other edge rushers people who are going to be pass rushing the quarterback i i think a lot of people need to pick up their pride in this and try to chase bosa and some of the things that he's doing otherwise it's just going to be one guy bosa on that defense and no one else so that's all i got for you today guys if you don't follow me on twitter already you can at zone tracks that's spelled z-o-n-e-t-r-a-c-k-s follow all my work over at BoltsFromTheBlue.com. that is sp nation's los angeles chargers blog we have a ton of fun come join the community join in on all our conversations it is an absolute blast with that being said guys appreciate you go bolts i'll see you tomorrow and i'll talk to you later this week